Hey, good evening, Rabbi Sai. Tonight's shir is sponsored by Yehuda Feder and family as a schus for good health and gesund for the entire kihila. Yerotzen at the schus of tonight's learning and the schus of all Zavaydis HaKodesh, Yamad Loi Lazari, Lazari Zari, that they should have Barry's Kuf and Ahir Ma'alia and the Shemigah Bench for Chol Mili Demetav. So we're up to Perek of Beis. Last week we saw the story of David's flight from Shaul, he finds out the final news from Yenison that he must run for his life. He first runs, he's desperate, he hasn't eaten, it's led to the tragedy which we began to discuss last week and we'll see the actual tragic part this week. He runs first to the Mishkan to try to get some food, a weapon to ask the Urim Vatumim, and Doeg is there and spots this whole thing taking place and how that plays out, we're going to see Be'ez Hashem this week. But before we get to that, so we saw that David was forced to run for his life from the Mishkan. So he has a sword, some bread, the clothes on his back, and that's it. He's number one wanted man in the whole Eretz Yisrael. Where does he go? So his first try is to seek political asylum with the Pelishtim. He's coming as a defector. He walks into the palace, the Pelishtim decide that they have too much of a grudge against him for killing Goliath and all the other Pelishtim he killed. He, they, they, they said, this is the guy who they used to sing. He kills tens of thousands of Pelishtim. We're not just taking him in like this. They want to kill him. David, with tremendous siyat of the Shemayim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is able to feign madness, act like a total Meshugana. The king of Gas, who is, has absolutely no interest in more Meshugayim, as Chazal tells us, his daughter and his wife had gone Meshugah, chases him away. And David Amelech manages to escape with his life. So we pick up the story again. David is running for his life. He has nowhere to go, literally. So Vayelech David Misham. David goes from Gas. Vayimolet Omoras Adulam. He goes to a cave that was in the city of Adulam, which is an area in Yehuda. Vayishmu Echa Becholbeis Aviv. And his family hears, you know, this now became public knowledge. You know, at the time David arrives at the Mishkan, the Kohen Gadol himself did not yet know that Shaul was out to kill David. But now the, now, the news is public. David is now number one wanted man. His entire family is at risk that they can be punished for being, trying to help David or for being family of David. So all of David's brothers and his family, they come, and they come to these caves where David is hiding out. Now, I don't know exactly where these caves are, although I'm sure that if you go to the tour guides, the tour guides probably do know where the caves are, at least claim to know where the caves are. But it's interesting, in Yehuda, the caves were a, uh, uh, a feature that played a large role again in the revolt against, the Barkoichver revolt against the Romans, they used the caves, and apparently there was some cave system, or a specific cave, that David was hiding out in. Now, David doesn't stay alone for long. There is now a popular, powerful war hero who is an outcast, and uh, other people who also had various reasons why they were outcasts decide that, hey, let's go join David. So they skabtsu elov kol ish matzoik v'chol ish a person who had a difficult situation, a person who had a creditor, so all the people, they already went from all the gemachs in Yerushalayim, and now they Pasha had nowhere else to turn for money. So they went to join David HaMelech. It wasn't yet the Melech. They went to join David. And some bitter people who couldn't be part of regular society. 
Vayihi Aleim Lasar, and David became their leader. Vayihi Imoi Ka'arba Me'esish. And he now has 400 men together with him. So he has a small little personal army. Now, we'll see that this solidifies in Shaul's mind. You know, if, if you look at it just for, for, for a minute from Shaul's perspective, David runs away, and instead of acting like a fugitive, he puts together an army. You know, next thing he's going to, you know, he's going to become the guerrilla warrior, and soon they'll march in the capital city. So Shaul sees in this as all of a vindication of everything he had thought that David was out to get him. David's leading a rebellion. He managed to escape with his life, and look what happened. He put together a small army of 400 men. So, Vayelach David Misham, Mitzvah Moyev. David now heads towards Moyev. Why Moyev? So, we know that David has a family connection to Moyev. His great grandmother is Rusa Moyev here. So, he heads over to Moyev, and he figures that the Melech Moyev will give him a level of protection. Vayemir Melech Moyev. Let my parents come out of hiding in caves. It's not that they're old. It's not the way for them to live. They can't live the life of a fugitive. Let them live together with you. Until I'll know what HaKadosh Baruch wants to do, until HaKadosh Baruch will make it clear what his ultimate plan is for me. Interesting, the Mepharshim point out that even when you're speaking to a Gaisha king, the Sheba Shemayim is always Shagar B'fi David. But David says, My Mishpacha... Let me make my mishpacha safe. I'm going to send my mishpacha to you. You'll keep an eye out for them. Listen, after all, Yishai is uh, the Melech Moyev. Is, you know, they must have been cousins. They're both from the royal family of Moyev. And you'll watch my family. <clears throat> oh. Now, Vayanchem Espnei Melech Moyev, my Moloshin, to be led, so he led them to Melch Moyev, and they stayed with the Melch Moyev as long as David was in the fortress, he was in hiding. Now, Kapshuta, you read the Pasuk, that they stayed there until David was elsewhere, and that was it, that's the end of the story, and eventually we'd come back out to safety. But if you look in Chazal, Chazal tells us that's not what happened. Chazal tell us, and this is, you know, we read about David's life, and we think of David as the Ishma Tzliach, the Melech. David had more tsaras in his life than Eve. What, what happened? So he's on the run from his father-in-law, he's taken away from his wife, and now he takes his family, he's trying to save his family, and what happens is, Ukishi Zakdrashi, Ukishi Yotze David Misham Liyar, Cheres, when David leaves further in his journeys, Horag Melech Moed of his Oviv Vesimai Vechav. The Melech Moev wipes out his entire family. One of them managed to survive by going to Nachash Amoini. We'll see later on that David therefore feels a special connection to Nachash, who's the king of Amoini. We'll get to that. But I'll call upon him, David's entire family is wiped out. This was referring to that in Shmuel Beis, David sends special shluchim to be Menachem Ovel, the Melech Amoin, because of this. But I'll call upon him, the entire Mishpachas David is wiped out. So this is, this is where David's holding now. Why did he, why did they do that? The why? They didn't like them, they're Jews. Alright, the family, the family. Yeah. they didn't, 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 didn't this wasn't such, they obviously didn't feel such close feelings of family. It's interesting, we see this elsewhere in Shmuel, that eventually David has a son of Shalom, right, we're all familiar with David's son of Shalom, who was his son through a 
through a Eishasifas <coughs> Toyar from the daughter of a Melech, and when he ran into trouble, he also ran off to his non-Jewish uh, Mishpacha. But I'll call upon him. Where was, where was David going? Did he drop them off? He is on the run. He's going from place to place. He knows at any moment he has to pick up and run. He's, he's on the run. Now, David is, why is he hanging out by Moab? He figures this is safety. It's the family of his mother. But now he gets in a vu. God Hanavi. So this is one of the Nevi'im, the two main Nevi'im that David HaMelech interacts with. Obviously Shmuel anointed David as Melech, but Shmuel is going to be nifter before David actually becomes Melech. The two main Nevi'im that David interacts with as Melech is God and Nasan. So we're introduced here, Vayemer God Hanavi al David. God Hanavi comes onto the scene, he's sent by Kodesh Baruch Hu to tell David a message. Don't stay here in this fortress, which is near the Melech Moyav. You think it's a safety from your mother's family. Go to your father's family. Go to Eretz Yehuda. That's the people who really take care of you. And David goes to the forest of Chores, and that's his next hideout. And the truth is, as Farshim pointed out, as long as he was in the center, the heartlands of Shevet Yehuda, David did not face any persecution from Shaul, because he had a, you know, a network of people who would help him out. Like, you know, it's like you have uh, Lahavdul, and you have, uh, you know, these uh, different places with the tribal lands, and someone escapes from central government, they go to their tribal lands, and they, they always get tipped off, and they can, they can survive easily. So David goes to Yehuda, and Yehuda, he's safe. Now the message, however, gets out. The news, not the message, the news gets out. Vayishma Shaul, Shaul hears... <laughs> that David is now known to be in the land of Yehuda, and Shaul assumes that he's there because Shevet Yehuda will support him, and he has a large army with him, and Shaul is, 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 is fuming mad, and he's scared. He hears, says, It becomes now known in Klal Yisrael, there's an alternate power source, there's this, you know, there's the rebel group. And this is the reason for what Shaul's about to say. Shaul sees that there's a whole group ganging at, against him and they're planning an armed revolt. Where's Shaul when he hears the story? He's in Giva. He's in Giva, that's Giva Shaul, under the Eishel, the tree, which is Berama. So, Pashup Shat, this means that Rashi says, There was a Rama, a place called Rama in the Shevet Binyamin, also not Shmuel Haramasi, a different Rama. And there was a tree, and that's where Shaul was sitting, surrounded by his officers and soldiers. The Chazal understands something else over here. They say, the, How did Shaul have a Schuskiyim? Shaul's Schuskiyim came. Because of the Eishel, the great tree, it means metaphorically, who's the great tree of Klal Yisrael? That's Shmuel Hanavi, who was still alive in Ramah, and was being the spowl for Shaul, and it was Shmuel that gave the schus kiyam for Shaul. So he's sitting under the tree in Ramah, he has a spear in his hand, right? We've already come across Shaul's spear many times, he threw it at David a few times, he tried to hit Yonison with it, and all his servants are around him. 
And now Shaul is very angry. He gives major musa to all of his uh, officers. Shaul now turned to all his officers standing around him. Listen to me, the sons of Binyamin. What are you thinking? You think Dov is going to give all of you? You're supporting him for king? Obviously, no one even told me what's going on. There's a rebellion brewing. First I hear about it, Dov has 400 men in area Yehuda. What's going on? You all you have, are you all with him? Because you think you're all going to get Sadas and Krom, and you're going to get vineyards and fields. So you can make all of you into officers. First of all, you're from my Shevet. Second of all, you think he's going to give you any better than I did? You're any officers. What are you doing? You're all joining in a rebellion against me. No one wants to tell me. That my own son made a bris with David. How this got out, I don't know. The No one wants to tell you, and no one wants to reveal to me what's going on. That my own son set up my eved as a as a, as an ambush. Charles very very upset. This is the Musa he gives his officers, his soldiers. You're from the same shevet as me. Yehuda wants to help David. They're, Yehuda, they're the same shevet. What are you going to get out of it? You're from my shevet. You should stand, stand up for me. Why is no one sticking up for me? How come? How does he know about Yonis and all of a sudden? So I don't know. I guess once he heard about this whole thing, somehow people were talking about it. That also came out. Now, probably not the whole, the, the, how far it went, but people knew about the was friendship. Is in hiding also at this point? Like must... No, the Yonis will see is at war with, with Shaul later. So now, one of Shaul's officers speaks up, and he wants to curry favor with Shaul. So now, Doeg HaDoymi speaks up. And now he acts like an Shaul, And he was standing amongst Avdeh Shaul, and he's appointed over them. And he says, He speaks about him in a derogatory fashion, Ben Yishai. I saw... Ben Yishai came to Noiv to Achimelech ben Achitov. The Yishaloi Bashem. And you know what he did for him? He was shoyal for him in the Urim Vatumim. Vitsayde Nasanloi, and he gave him food. Vescherev Goliath Haplishti Nasanloi. And he gave him the sword of Goliath. Akimshutai, Daeg didn't say anything that's not true. Every single word that Daeg said is Emes. We, he's telling the king what happened. The king wanted to know. The king just told him, no one tells me what's going on. He says, okay, I'll tell you something I know. Kibshutai, it sounds like he did nothing wrong. We know, Chazal tells us, he's one of the four And the MS is, the Malbim says that, that, that he, there's tremendous chachma in how he said what he said. It's a tremendous Musa Haskell, which is the estate of learning Navi, is that Doig said the truth, and every, the whole truth it wasn't fake news, it was fully truth. But he said it in such a way, and the Malvins explains every line what he said to give Shaul the impression that there was a major Murid over here. First of all, he told him that he came to Achimelech. It sounds like he came to Achimelech in his house, a private meeting. That's not what happened. He came to the base of Mishkan, the Migdash, and the Kohen Gadol was there. It's a very different way of presenting the facts. Second of all, 
The She'ela B'Hashem is one of the things that David's the most upset about. Shaul is the most upset about because only a Melech has the right to be She'ela B'Unvetum. Now, David had asked in the past, at least according to some, Farshim will see in a minute, as a messenger for Shaul. But he said it by Yishalai B'Hashem. Sounds like the main reason he came is he arrived to go and be She'ela B'Hashem. And, and, and Ki'ilu David told him what's really going on and he went, that's an open sign of Merida in the Malucha. And he puts that first before he tells them about the food because he wants to make it like they first went to the house and then they went to the Mishkan to be Shel Bashem. Then he asked them for food. Why does he make a point which sword he gave him? Because it sounds like David was coming specifically to that sword. He felt mm-hmm. that sword would have a tremendous kayak, it would be a powerful weapon against Shaul. Against so the facts were presented, it was true facts, but they're presented and twisted in such a manner to give the impression that there was a major conspiracy going on here. The, the fact of the matter was actually absolutely nothing was going on. Yeah, but everyone speaks that type of Russian That makes a mutter. <laughs> that means, you know, sometimes we justify to ourselves, you know, when we speak real Russian hara, we're aware that we're speaking Russian hara. When we speak real Shekha, we know. So, you know, at least when you know you're doing Amir, because I'll tell us, person's closer to doing tshuva because he knows he made a mistake. When a person does these things, he can walk home, he feels good about himself. Oh, me? I did nothing wrong. When a person does that, he doesn't do tshuva. Let me ask you, if, if no one would have been killed out from this incident, would he still, if, do you still think Chazal would have said even So, not necessarily, but it was a terrible act and it was done because of, uh, now why was it done? It's a good, why, why did he do this? So we really we had inklings of this elsewhere, but there's a Chazal over here, it says a Peldic Chazal. Chazal say that, let's see a minute ago, Chazal say that there was a Machloikis in learning, that when David arrived in the Mishkan to uh, get the food, so David said that you're not supposed to be baking the Lechem upon him on Shabbos. Could you bake the lechem upon him on Shabbos? I'm going to say, do it on Shabbos. Putting it on his lechem Shabbos. Loyally, shas, loyally, chasay. Lechem Shabbos, we're not needing it, baking it, mechadayim. And Doig argues, who has the chutzpah to argue with me? I'm the Reish Sanhedrin. David thinks he's going to come past him. He could be the warrior. Don't come tell me the halacha. And Miyad, he told Shaul, and Shaul went and killed him. Now, I don't think this Chazal is meant to be taken, so Yishami and Sanhedrin is meant to be taken. Literally, that's the way things went down. That he went and said, a chutzpah, kill him, because... But I think Chazal is coming to tell us what was the underlying, and there's all the Gemar Menachas, and the Babli Menachas says, learns it into the Psukim, that when David arrived in the Oil Moed, and David said, you shouldn't be baking it on Shabbos, there was a tremendous amount of kinah, and he felt the pigi in his covet. So subconsciously, maybe he himself didn't realize it, but what caused such a Tamar Chacham, an Adam Gadol, to go so terribly astray, and we'll see that it leads him to becoming a Retzayach, it was because underlying there was a kinah, there was a feeling, David Chutzpah, start off with me. When a person is motivated by kinah, he might not realize it himself. How's this against David? What's his, goal? What's his like, agenda, though? This, gonna, this says anything bad against David? Yeah, it builds into holes. If, if they could... 
the Kahuna Gedolah is a major power source in Kali Yisrael, and the Bayisheni days was the main power power base. You know, the Kahanim are a powerful force. So if the Kahanim were joined in the rebellion, then Shaul feels, you know, that's that, you know, it's like one of the wings, you know, one of the, like the, one of the branches of government is, is, is joining in the Merida. <clears throat> so David, so this is this is what Doeg tells Shaul. So what does Shaul do? So so Shol calls Achimelech the Kain Gadol, Hakoyim that's called Beis Aviv, Hakehanim and all the other Kehanim, Asher Benoiv, all the Kehanim and Noiv have to come. They all come. We're here, Your Majesty. Speaks him in a derogatory fashion. Ben Achitev. It was more than just not calling him by his proper name. There was a very sharp message over here. Who was Achitev? Achitev was from the Zara Eli. So he's told him, listen to me. You're from the Zara Eli. You know, we all call you so knows there's a curse against your family. You have to be careful. You think you could just do things wherever you want? Look at the damage that happened to Kalisol already because of your family's mistakes. And you can continue in their ways. How could you do that? And now you're joining this Merida against me. I'm the one who saved the Luchas. I saved the Luchas that your family lost when they brought the Oren out to the Mishkan. And you didn't realize they have to be more careful. So he tells them, Shimon ben Achitev. Kaingol says, I'm here, my master. Why are you joining a rebellion against me? You together with David. You gave him food. You gave him a sword. And you... Ask the Urim Vatumim for him, which is something that only the Melech should have. Lokim Alai Lo'eriv came as that to set him up as an ambush, as an enemy against me. So Shaul accuses him of uh, treason. So Achimelech, the God answers, Shaul, he tells him, I'm a treasonous to help. Who did I just help? I helped the commander of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I helped David Amela. David, the, the, your son-in-law. David Neman. Is there anyone as trustworthy as David amongst all of your servants? The Chasana Melch, and he's your son-in-law. The Sar Al He's the one who listens to everything you do. Everyone comes to him to consult with him. He's the number one representative of you, and he's honored in your household, so we have a time on me to helping your son-in-law, the general, the chief of staff, what do you want from me? And this that you have a time on me, that I was shoyal in the Urim Batumim, is this the first time I was shoyal by Urim Batumim? You sent him yourself many times to ask the Urim Batumim for me. I would go do it don't accuse me of doing something I had no idea there was any friction I didn't know there was a I didn't know anything was going on between you and David means he said this is the first time I ever did it I didn't realize it was such a big deal but most of the Farshim when he was saying it is this the first time I did it all the time for you Shaul's not impressed Shaul hears all his tainas. And he says, no. 
You're Ben Mavis, I don't believe any of your stories. You should have realized something suspicious over here. He doesn't have food. This whole story didn't, doesn't add up. And he's eating the Lechem Kaidish and your Shelvim Matumim. You're Mary Ben Malchus, I don't believe your story. Not just you, but whole base of You must have had all the Kahanim join into this rebellion. You're all Chayv Misa. So now the Melech, no longer. You know, you don't put him on death row for 25 years while he goes through all the appeals process. Go and kill them. Because they're also part of the rebellion. They knew he was running away. They didn't tell me about it. They all saw it. He came running, he didn't have food. Come, come tell me. And even Shoals Avodim. Who was this? Rashi tells us in Chazal. Avnev Amasa, the two great generals of Shoals' army. They, 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 they refused. Which is, that's some read of a Melech on its own. But they felt, and they're right, that Rashi says, They dash in the Ach and the Rak. It says, It says in the Pasuk, It says you're not allowed to refuse the word of the king. It's a capital offense. You would think even if he tells you to be over Aveir, Tamaloyma Rak. It says in the Pasuk Rak. So the Rak has come to the Nayat that not when it comes to if he tells you to be Aveir. So they darshaned that they're not Mechoyev. Shalt doesn't back down. So they believed the story of Achitev. They thought it was reasonable. He didn't realize. And Shaul didn't agree. So Shaul now turns to Doig. He they tells Doig. Did they believe or did they just they couldn't bring themselves to kill the Ghana? So the Farshim said that they believed that they believed Achitev. They thought he was innocent. That's not, their, ju- that's not their judgment to make. They can't argue with the king. You're arguing, I guess you don't agree with the assessment of the Nuremberg prosecutors, right? You know, that at a certain point, the person has to use their own, uh, if the king tells you to do something, that to you seems to be a, uh, a very, it's a good question, but what, what extent does a person have a right to make his own judgment call? I'm saying they the Achverach is a Avera. The question is, who makes the decision? You're asking yourself a question. The Melech tells you, to, it, it's Ritzicha. If he tells you to kill him because they did something wrong, they didn't do anything wrong, so it's oh, I Meaning, if they believed that he was cr- that he was correct in his psak, then they would have to write. Then there's, right, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh. Right. So everybody said that they they held that they do. Yeah, they, they didn't believe him. The melech is like an out based in the kid. The melech is the melech is, is uh, it's it's extrajudicial. The melech doesn't have to go through the judicial judicial process. He doesn't need aid him. He doesn't need anything. That's the kaiyach melech. The melech has the right to to judge things and kill people just on his word. But Afal Pekin, what? He's wrong. At a certain point, the king can't go off. It has to be with a reason? Yeah, it has to be with a reason. He's wrong. Uh, They obviously felt things. They were putting their own lives at risk. Yeah. Vayemer, so the Shaul doesn't back down. Vayemer, Melech, the Shaul turns to Doeg and he says, Soiv Ata Upega Bekehanim, you go and kill the Kehanim. He himself attacks the 85 people wearing an aphid bat. Some learn he killed only 85, but some Farshim say 85 people that were the Kahan Khashuvim were wearing the aphid bat, but there are much more were killed. 
And it wasn't just the Kehanim. He wiped out the whole city. Man and woman. Children. And from the entire city, one of Achimelech's sons manages to escape. And he runs to David. Chazal say over here, held the Gazach, look Chazal, that Dorshuboy, the Adak brings it down. The Varmelech Sivayachmel Shova Om. Shaul had mercy elsewhere, he didn't want to kill out a whole nation. Where? When it came to Amolik. Yotzev Askov Amolik Alti Tzadik Havi, don't be such a Tzadik. Don't be aggressive at Tzadik, and I call this Brochel, Possum Kehelos. Ubnoivir Akehanim Siv, me Uluva Jenik, Vishar Bechamar, Vesel Vichar. Well, someone came to Klal Yisrael. The Rachmanus is gone. Yotzah Baskel Omer Al Tirshaharbe. Also the same pasuk. And Chazal point out that a person who has Rachmanus, when they're not supposed to have Rachmanus, is safe to have Achzarius when they're supposed to have Rachmanus. That a person is aggressor in Rachman and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Wipe out the I feel bad. I can't do it. Uh, it's a mistake. What happens? Shaul becomes an Achzar to kill out the Kehani Hashem to kill out Klal Yisrael. Okay, we're, we're running out of time over here, but just uh, just Pasha to, to connect this, we'll have to finish the parak next time. But uh, it's Pasha Kedai to get a little taste over here. Pasik Parak Kapitel and Beis. As we go through the next couple of Prakim and Shmuel, it's, it's connected to a lot of different Kapitel and Tehillim. Kapitel and Beis is Mamish this story, and we see Doig's, not Doig, we see David's viewpoint and what Doig did. When came, the That the gibor is mahal in his in his in his riches. Your, 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 your tongue is like a uh, like a um, a pitchfork, melutish oiser and mia. I have to run. you love bad, worse and good. Sheker me dover me dover sella. It goes on, but uh, the, the the whole capital is this Indian, the, the rishis of of doig hadoimi, a person who is the deceitful liar trying to use his own chachm, his own kaiches to go. And David finishes off the capital to say, but he's betech and I call baruch Goes with Yosher, and a person who does that, well, you might Okay, shkech.